0: Welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hi, you're listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. I'm Monica Olivas, and today it's all about running shoes. I am talking with running shoe expert and founder of a very epic very thorough running shoe rating website, and that's hard to say. The name of the website is not hard to say. It is runrepeat.com, and I'm talking with Jens Jacob Anderson about all things running shoes, but first, let's warm up. Today's warm-up is about food and eating, since I don't think we talk about that enough here, and I went to the LA County Fair yesterday And feel like I need to share that with you because I had amazing, ridiculous food. And that's why I go to the fair. I know that there are apparently farm animals and exhibits and rides. And I don't even know what else because I go there for the food. Let's get weird. And there was a lot of stuff. I've been talking about cheese on a stick a lot lately because I think I heard it on another podcast someone just randomly mentioned And it got stuck in my brain, and I just could not stop thinking about cheese on a stick. I brought it up multiple times to different people who thought I was just weird. So I got that done. Boom. Craving satisfied. There was also funnel cake and nachos, and I don't even know what else. There was a lot of stuff going on. But what stopped me, and I had to try this. It just, I had to. I was obligated. I had to take one for the team. Deep fried, wait for it, watermelon. I had deep fried watermelon. And if you, I don't know, follow me on Instagram or have read the blog for any amount of time, watermelon is my favorite food in the entire world. I am obsessed with watermelon. I am, I love it more than anyone else. I promise. I just, I have said that. Run, eat, repeat is actually a love letter to running and watermelon. That's how I would kind of describe it. Um, It's my favorite thing in the world. And I am actually a watermelon purist in that I don't like it in recipes. Um, I get a ton of recipes. People are always sending me, you know, like cute watermelon things or ideas of how to put it in a salad or, you know, you can grill it. There's a lot of stuff that you can do with watermelon, but I like it just straight up. I just like to eat tons of watermelon. So even though I normally don't like to put it in recipes or have it, I don't know, in any other way, just like it's the most pure, awesome watermelon form, I had deep fried watermelon because I feel like I needed to do that so that I can report back. A, said I say that I did it. And then B, let you know how it was. So I had it, you can look at the pictures, um, they're on run, eat, repeat yesterday's post. Um, it was a new experience. It wasn't bad. It was not bad. It was good, but it wasn't my preference. Like I would still rather just have straight up watermelon, which is kind of rare, right? Because most of the time, like something can be good, but then you put it in batter and fry it and put powdered sugar on it. And then obviously it's better. I don't think this was the case. I think this is the one time where that does not apply because it was weird to have warm watermelon. It wasn't hot. It was warm. Um, And it was like a, it, it was like, it came in a wedge on a stick and it was like a very thick wedge. So it was hard to like bite it all the way through. And it was just messy because there was like some like syrup drizzled on it too to make it look pretty. So it had, it was a wedge on a stick that was lightly fried, not lightly fried, it was deep fried, but the batter was light. So it was like thin, um, batter around it. So it wasn't very like bready, but it was very messy and it was good, but I still would rather eat like an entire watermelon while watching trash TV after a long run. That is my idea of a good time. And I need to stop raving about watermelon so we can get to the main event. Hello, Jens. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. I'm really excited because I love talking about running shoes. And I also get tons of questions from my readers and followers asking me questions on what running shoes they should wear or if I have any recommendations for them. And there are so many options out there. Your website, runrepeat.com, has tons of reviews. It's almost overwhelming, but it's mostly awesome that, you know, there's a shoe for every runner. But if someone is new to running or doesn't know what shoe to wear, where do they even start?
1: This is like religion. So, and one has to be very respectful when speaking of religion. Uh, and same goes with running shoes and how to find the right pair of running shoes. So this is just my opinion. And Many might disagree with me. Um, and it's also important to note that when you ask people this question, uh, you should consider what is their interest in answering you. So my interest would, of course, be to tell you to buy your running shoes online because then there's a chance that you visit RunRepeat and maybe uh, buy shoes through us. But actually, mm-hmm. that's not my recommendation. My recommendation is that if you are to buy a new pair of running shoes, you should go to your local retailer uh, and buy them there. Try on five, ten pairs of running shoes, uh, walk around in them, run in the ones you like the better, and pick the one that's most comfortable for you. So that's the key, how comfortable is the running shoe. Um, and I would personally... If I was a new runner, runner, I would not buy my running shoes online for the first time. Of course, I'm not saying that one should not do that. One can do that, sure. But there's just a lot of risk involved in this because sizing, how comfortable is it? Could you your injuries, etc. So I definitely go to a local store, find what pair of running shoes fits one. But on the other hand, if, if you've been running for many years and you tried many different pairs of running shoes, you kinda know what you like, and uh, the risk of buying online is smaller uh, so yeah that's 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 my opinion on this.
0: I completely agree, and that's what I say too that when you are first looking for a pair of shoes, I think you should go to not just a sports store but a running shoe store specifically and get fitted and, um, you know, have them watch you. There's a lot of ones, at least around here, I'm in Southern California where they have a treadmill, you know, so they'll they'll kind of watch you run or you can try them on and it's a little bit easier to use them. Different stores have different policies in terms of like, you can take them for 30 days and bring them back and, you know, you just get store credit. So You have to get another pair of shoes, but they give you that opportunity to kind of find the pair that's best for you. And then I'm like, after that, once you know your shoe, you can order them online. And I think that's where you can save money, you know, is by shopping around. But initially, I say definitely get fitted, talk to someone in person. All of those things I think I'm super on board with, at least initially. And then after that, you kind of know what you want. So you can stay within like a stability shoe and then read the reviews, especially on a site like this that is so thorough if you want it a tiny bit lighter or a tiny bit wider things like that that people are looking for is there a way um to just search down if you know you want a specific category of shoe um what the other options are
1: uh yeah i mean you can do any kind of filter on the side so you can do exactly as you just said you want it slightly lighter than that one or make comparisons between the different running shoes uh but but it seems like we're lying on the fact that we recommend people to go to a local store, uh, and I also agree with you to go to a running specialist. Um, <clears throat> and and um, uh, then the next question is: Okay, let's say you bought this pair of running shoes one, running shoes one year ago, and you were actually happy with them. Uh, should you? Sh- and you just considered to buy the same pair of running shoes, then. If you prefer to buy them online, you, know, you could buy them online, fine. Uh, or if you prefer to buy them locally, you could buy them local. Uh, but if you want to try a new pair of running shoes, should you should then go online um, for your second pair. The risk of buying a bad pair of running shoes is lower uh, than previously, but still, there is a chance that you'll not <laughs> not find a, a good pair of running shoes for you. But I'd also like to say that if you look at reviews of running shoes in general, you can see that people tend to be very satisfied with their shoes, actually. People tend to be happy with what they're buying. And generally, the reviews are, are, are pretty positive. Of course, there are negative uh, reviews as well, uh, but mostly people are positive about their, their purchases.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of times the negative reviews come when someone has worn a specific kind of shoe for a really long time and you know, they like tweak it a little bit. Like it just, there's something about it. They switch the the drop of it or how it laces and you get kind of upset because you're like, I knew this worked for me. And I feel like that's when I see negative reviews.
1: Yeah, I agree. Definitely. <laughs> and there's another, there's another common uh, uh, scenario where people are very negative and that's, when they used to run in, let's say, Pegasus 33, and now there's a 34 in the market, and they try the 34, and then it doesn't fit to them. And mm-hmm. those are complaining a lot. <laughs> but uh, if you are reading reviews, one thing that's very important is, is to consider how many people have this opinion. Uh, so you will always find being, being, people being dissatisfied, but uh, is it the majority of runners that are dissatisfied or is it just a few of them uh, so that's also what we do we have like a section called the good, the bad and bottom line where we summarize user reviews around the internet so if there are just a few people who mentioned or let's say there's one person who mentioned that it's narrow then should we include that at all because it's just one person whereas the other 99 says it fits very well in that case you if you read it would be narrow. You would not buy it. And it's just a case for one in 100. So it should not be included. And if it's included, it should say that it's just one or like few who mentioned this.
0: So do you have that where, cause that's actually a perfect point because something like that would stick out to me and I would be like, Oh yeah, that's not going to work for me. Um, is there something that says this is, a certain percent or, you know, yeah, only one out of a hundred people um, felt like it fit like that. Do you guys note that in the reviews? Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh, who, who had this opinion? Um, and for instance, It's actually quite funny. I, I don't know if if anyone other than me finds it funny, but to go on Amazon and just read like negative reviews of running shoes. Uh, uh, And on any running shoe, you can find people saying that it's too narrow. On any running shoe, you can always find people who will say it's too narrow. While the majority will love the shoe and love the fit of it, there will always be people saying it's too narrow.
0: I love this. And so I'm on the site right now and I see that you have everything ranked and there is actually a numerical ranking, you know, starting with the number one. Um, How do you figure out how those fall in line in terms of ranking?
1: Yes. So we have a score, which we call the run score. It goes from zero to 100, 100 being the better. And the best one now has 97. Uh, We've never had one with a higher uh, run score than the current one. And so with that said, we've never been at 100 either.
0: I would, that was going to be my next question. I'm like, has anyone hit 100%? So as of right now, 97 is the highest score.
1: Yeah. Actually, awesome. right now, I'm, I just went to the site as well on the ranking page. And I would say this is the first time for a very long time that Adidas has been so superior. Look, they are number one, mm-hmm. three, four, five, six. That's actually... Whoa. Uh, I, I actually didn't uh, notice that myself until just now. Um, previously, uh, Nike has actually been superior, but uh, they are way down the list, many of their running shoes. Um, so it also depends on if... Uh, uh, ah, back to the run score. Now we're on a, on a detour. Um, so the run score is, is a a weighted average of user ratings and expert reviews. And user ratings are just people giving the shoe a rating. And expert reviews are reviews from around the internet where uh for instance let's say you did a review or you were doing reviews, we would include your reviews at repeat and we would credit you so we would link back to your site. So that if your your user um is at a specific running shoe, let's take Pegasus thirty-four, you you will you will see that we reference you and there's a link to your review so that you can go in-depth if you want to read your full review of the shoe and then we use the rating that you have given the shoe. But sometimes these experts don't give an actual rating and in this case we have two people read the review and give a rating that they think reflects the review and then we take the average of that. and also we have something called native expert reviews. It's just experts doing reviews directly at run repeat. So that could also be you, for instance. You could apply to be an expert. Um, and in that program, you get every fifth pair of running shoes you get for free. And also every month we, we give away a one pair of running shoes for the better reviews, for the better review. And we partner with the brands to get free running shoes as well. So you're not guaranteed free running shoes, but if you, if you do good reviews, you, you will pretty often get the, get shoes for free. Um, uh, yeah. And of course, there's some bias to this, right? Because that, that with run repeat, I wanted to create like a neutral, sort transparent of website for you to buy running shoes. But if you are getting a product for free, you are probably likely to give it a better review than if you did not get it for free. So, there is some bias in this, and I actually find it very interesting. Um, uh, But you could say, so my counter-argument to this is, since this is the case for all the running shoes, all the running shoes are probably rated slightly better than what they actually are. Uh, But that still keeps the ranking in place, because then the... Yeah, I hope that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's consistent. Uh, but but uh, I I have heard of experts who who um, who were asked by a brand to give a specific good review, and they actually disagreed on this, and so the brand discontinued the partnership. Uh, and so you can ask, what would this expert do in the future? Would he continue the partnership and promise a bit better reviews because he's getting free shoes? So there's a bias here. He did not continue the partnership in this, in this uh, example. But yeah, it's just to say there is some bias and there will always be biases. Actually, there's another bias which goes for all reviews. And that is when you do, if, when you take an action, we humans, we tend to, uh, uh, um, tell ourselves that it was a good decision. So you've probably known those situations where you're like, Oh, should I do this or that? And you're 50 50 between the two options and then you take a decision and like the moment after you make the decision you're like yeah i think that was the right decision and now you're already feeling like 60 40 so that's like a natural bias we have towards proving that what we do ourselves is good which also biases towards positive reviews on the other hand you can say people are more inclined to do reviews online if they have something noteworthy to say and that's most often negative so there are biases in both directions.
0: Yeah, that's very true. I feel like it's the same across the board with things, you know, the Yelp reviews of restaurants or different things. It's like, unless it changed your life and was like the best meal of your life or there was bad service, like normally the the average kind of experience isn't recorded online. So you have to take that into consideration.
1: Yeah, I completely agree, yeah.
0: <laughs> so if someone already has... Um, they are go-to running shoe. They're a seasoned runner, been running for years. Is there something to, if it's not broke, don't fix it? Or is there any value in kind of looking to see what other options there are in running shoes?
1: I think that's that's it's a good question. I think it's individual. Uh, if, if if you want to try something new, it's pretty easy to, or oh, it's not pretty easy, but you can find many alternatives that are similar to the one pair of running shoes you currently have. And there are a lot of runners who do this, but there's also a big group of runners who are satisfied with the current running shoe, and then they just buy the same one. And especially if if they can get the same one uh, just 40% cheaper, uh, uh then they're just too, buying the same pair of running shoes. And then there is the group that's like <laughs> in between, so they buy the same pair of running shoes, and they also add to the cart <laughs> and, a new pair of running shoes. What most people do is actually, if they want more running shoes, is that they they buy a lighter pair of running shoes and then a heavier pair. So the lighter one for the more, for the faster workouts, intervals, tempo runs, races, etc. Uh, and one argument I often uh, present is that uh, it's often a good idea to buy two pairs of running shoes because one... It's not more expensive because you can use both of them. I mean, if you buy one pair of running shoes or two pair of running shoes, if you buy two pairs, you can use them twice as long, right? But you can switch between the two running shoes. And therefore, when you do this, you, you change the, the, the pressure on your feet, how, how, how your movement is, which is really, really a good thing because running is so, so repetitive you're doing the same movement over and over again. And therefore, that's actually highly recommended uh, to have two-pair running shoes.
0: Awesome. So two pairs kind of for different workouts, like a heavier shoe for a longer run and then speed work, a lighter shoe.
1: Yes, definitely. And if you don't do speed works or anything, you can also have two pairs of heavier running shoes. But I'd also like to say that if you're running, let's say, 10 miles or below per week, then you don't need two pairs of running shoes. Uh, uh, definitely not. Uh, then you can just stick to one pair. But if you're if you're running, like let's say, 20 miles or above, I definitely recommend you, definitely recommend you to have multiple pairs of running shoes. Mm-hmm.
0: And then how long can someone keep a pair of running shoes safely or smartly? Because, you know, we can really keep them forever. But how long should someone... Um, use a pair of shoes before they get a new pair.
1: I love that you're asking that question. Uh, again, here there's a lot of bias because uh, some people are interested in selling you more products, like all the brands, all the retailers. Uh, they make more money when you buy running shoes more often. So when they give recommend you to change pair, change your running shoes every. 200 miles, you should uh, probably do research on the internet if that's true. And my personal recommendation is, again, it's an individual, how heavy of a runner are you? If you're heavy, uh, you should change them more often. A rule of thumb, I'd say, is uh, four to 500 miles. Um, but personally, I can say, I've had running shoes that used for 1,400 miles, and... I was re- I was really happy with this use. Uh, so uh, uh, there's one thing that's important to note here, though. What is it worth for you not to have an injury? Let's say you got an injury today and you could not run for the next two months. What would that? What would it be worth for you being able to run? That's probably worth more than 100 dollars. At least for myself, I know that being injured just it's the worst thing I know. It changes my mood in so many ways. Um, so I think I think a general recommendation I'd say uh, 400 miles and, and change the running shoes. I think I totally I think agree. It's, I think it's a good investment.
0: Yeah, I and yeah, when it comes when you put it in perspective like that, because I think that is something that you know we kind of joke slash complain about a lot is how expensive running shoes are. Um, And for a lot of runners, because this is your thing, it's the most expensive pair of shoes you potentially have. Um, But it's so important. Like I I would rather pay that than have an injury because that is the worst. It's just, it's, it's super, super heartbreaking for a runner to be injured. So when you put it in a perspective like that, it's a good reminder.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, one should not buy them too early, just to buy more products. Actually, personally, I'm, I'm, I'm a minimalist, and I'm I'm not I'm not buying many products, and and i maybe some of my products I've had for too long. But I, I think one should not just listen to the brands; that's also important to note. Um, uh, one more thing about how long one can keep the running shoes is, uh, if you're in for like a light trainer, uh, it will tear apart faster than a regular uh, running shoe. That's just important to note as well. So for those, it could be maybe. Three hundred miles only.
0: Do you think that um, running shoes and injuries have any kind of relationship? Do they? Are you more likely to get injured in the wrong shoe, or how do you yeah. know if your shoe did have an impact on an
1: injury? There's been many studies on this topic, and I, I find it really interesting. Uh, running shoes are, can cause injuries. Yes. There are 90 other things that can also cause injuries. And if you look at all injuries, I think it's less than 5%. I know it's less from the studies I've read, it's less than 5% of injuries that are caused by the wrong pair of running shoes. Instead, it's increasing mileage too fast, uh, increasing intensity too fast, uh, not resting enough, uh, bad running form. So I would much rather put my effort into um, not increasing my mileage too fast, then I would be concerned about the pair of running shoes.
0: That makes sense. And so if someone is, you know, kind of going with their shoe, and like you said, I think I read somewhere too, um, in terms of like how to save money on shoes, is it best to go on Amazon, go on your site? Like what are the options for, Finding the best price for the running shoe. Once you know this is the one I want to get.
1: Yeah. Uh, now comes the promotion. <laughs> are you ready, Monica?
0: Now. I'm super ready. <laughs> uh,
1: so you can say, uh, "Run, repeat." We uh, we are like a, a kayak for running shoes. So so we, we it's like should it go directly to the to the to. To a specific company and buy them, or should you go to a place where all retailers are and see where you can get the better price? Let me say it like this. Amazon have really good prices in general. Uh, and we send a lot of runners to Amazon who are really happy with Amazon. But it's less, it's less than half who should go to Amazon. It's very often that Amazon is not the cheapest option. So if you go to run repeat, for instance, we, we compare more than 70. Uh, US retailers. Uh, and very often you can, you can, you can go to a, let's say you want the Nimbus 19. Um, you can go around run repeat and see the prices in, for your specific, if you are male or female, and can also pick your specific size. So very often you see a retailer who bought too many shoes in size, let's say US 8, and that specific size will be cheaper. And you can filter that out at Run Repeat. So you simply select your gender, your size, and you can even select if you want a specific color. When I've been on Amazon, and I'm a, I'm a fan of Amazon, I think Amazon is doing a great job. I'm actually bothered by their, their lack of ability to sort by size and color. I think it's not working very well. Uh, whereas at Run Repeat, if you know you want Nimbus 19, you go to Nimbus 19 and you see all the colors available, and you can see the price of that color in your specific size and compare it. So, for instance, uh, should I buy the black one for $90 or should I have the blue, really cool blue one for $93? You get a really good overview, I think. And um, there are also other websites out there that do price comparison. So, we're not the only ones, and there are many good alternatives. What I think we do really well. Is that we show you the price per gender, per color, per size. So very often you would go to a price shopping engine, and it will show you you could buy a uh, Jill Nimbus 19 uh, for let's say uh, fifty dollars, and you click on the link, and you see ah they have they only have one size left, and it's in size US uh, 14, and I'm a US 8, so I just wasted time here. So I think very often they have a challenge of showing the you the price per size actually. We we yeah. see that very many of our offers are specific for specific sizes. And actually we we require you to select the size before you go to the retailer because very often you'll just get disappointed.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. I've I've had that experience that you've said with Amazon where I and I'm specific in the search. Like I'm saying the name of the shoe, women's, what size. And it'll bring me to the shoe. It looks like a great offer, and then when I go to like click on it, it's like, oh, actually, that one in that size is this much. Like the price changes, and that's super frustrating. So it's good to know that you can kind of look for it specifically that way.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it saves you a lot of time, and you're guaranteed the you're guaranteed the better price. And if you find a better price elsewhere, we're matching that price by ten percent. So. I think I, I think I honestly think we have a good product, but uh, as we talked about previously, uh, you should always consider who's the sender who is giving you this message. And I am, of course, biased. Uh, so, uh, yeah, one should take. For sure. Check out, well, but
0: so. OK, so then, um, you know, to just like address that, what is why would you, I don't know, want someone to buy the shoe from your website? Are you actually selling them like from your store or how does that work?
1: So, so while we don't sell running shoes, we show you where you can buy them. And if you click on a link at run repeat, you're supporting us. If you buy the running shoes, we get a small commission from that sale. And that basically keeps us floating. Uh, I mean, we, we, we have a few employees as well that we're paying salaries and It's not like we're not like a a huge business or anything. Uh, We do this because I think it's fun. Uh, But we we do make money if you buy a pair of running shoes. That being said, the the shoes are not getting more expensive if you go through run repeat. The price is the same, uh, but we just narrow down the results for you. So we make it easy for you to quickly find the best price.
0: For sure. So someone is paying the same if they're buying it from you. Um, it's just that you get a small commission off of that. That's correct. Awesome. Yeah. So it supports the cause because I think all runners, we want to be able to look at all this research. I mean, there's a ton. And if you think about how this is free to mm-hmm. to look at what the rankings are and to research shoes and kind of see how they compare, um, it's all free. So if it doesn't cost me more to buy the shoes from somewhere. I I mean I like I, I kinda dig that and I'm in the same kind of business where I don't want anyone to full on have to pay me money for anything. But if you can support, you know, by like checking something out or using an Amazon link, then I'm like, that helps keep everything going. So I like that.
1: And if you really don't if you just really want to <laughs> use our service and get the best out of it, but you don't want us to make any money. You can just, <laughs> you can just take the, click the link, find where the deal is, uh, clear your cookies, open in a new window, and then buy the running shoes, and then we will not earn that small commission. So, <laughs> you can always do that if you, if you really hate us, but you like <laughs> our product. You want to use our product, but you don't want to give us any money. You can always do that.
0: Yeah. I don't know if someone hates you under those circumstances or is just not nice because that doesn't make any sense. But yeah, like I, I feel like you are are being way too kind with that because it's like, yeah, I think it's, if it doesn't matter, you want to support like the cause in general, if it doesn't cost me any different, I'll definitely, you know, use a link for something. Um, mm-hmm. or, you know, just, a, it's a great service. There's a lot of info on here. Um, I think I'm going to get lost in this site. I was already checking it out in the the last couple of days. And I'm like, what if I do want trail running shoes? And mind you, I'm like terrified of trail running because the last time I went hiking, I saw a rattlesnake and suddenly I'm like lost in like, wow, like all of these different options. So it is, it's, there's a ton um, to look at. How many shoes do you have rated on the site right now?
1: Uh, It's more than 1,000 pairs.
0: Whoa. That is impressive.
1: Many runners. Cool. <laughs> Actually, one thing I'm surprised we did not discuss. Run, eat, repeat, run, repeat. We didn't discuss I know.
0: that. You much. know what? I, and that was like the first thing on my mind. I'm like, oh, so you you don't eat? You're just like, run, repeat? <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
0: that is really funny and it's so perfect there are times when i think um i know our names are so similar what is your social media handle is it run repeat
1: yeah it is
0: (laughs) so how did you come up with that name
1: uh i think i made a list of many names and tried to combine them and then i just thought just run and run and run run repeat and then it's both. Mm -hmm. so i thought oh that's it's It's, I think it's a good name. I think your name is great as well.
0: (laughs) I know. I, and I just kind of came up with it randomly and I'm like, I'm very lucky because I, I love it. And you know, sometimes you like start something, you, I don't know, start a business or name something. And afterwards you're like, why did I do that? And I'm like, this is probably the one thing that just like was so perfect and, and very casual. And I was like, I'm very glad that that's what I fell into.
1: Also, with your story, I think it's a it's a perfect match.
0: I know it works, and I because too, you know, sometimes I have friends that have started websites, and they um, their lives have changed since starting it, you know, and and what they want to talk about, and so like the name doesn't apply anymore, and I'm like, this name always applies; it works out perfectly.
1: <laughs> it's perfect.
0: <laughs> so, do you um, are you a fan of eating, or is it just running?
1: Oh, I love eating chocolate, candy, chips coke (laughs) all of you. i'm I'm not i'm not a fanatic at all uh uh, not at all actually
0: so what after like a hard workout hard run um i call what people eat after you know like a race their victory lap what is your like post-run meal your victory
1: lap huh i always challenge myself to eat a lot when I'm done with any kind of workout because that's when the body needs the resources the most. So whenever I'm done, I really don't like to eat, but I force myself to eat. And that's why I need Mm -hmm. candy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know it is funny though, that, um, especially, I think this is kind of specific to running, especially like hard workouts or long runs where, I don't feel hungry after a like really long run or a race. I'm just mostly thirsty, Mm. but if you don't eat, you're just hurting yourself down the road.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And we'll take you even longer before you can do the next race. So yeah, eating is really important.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I've, I've kind of messed with it because I've been like, well, if I'm not really hungry, maybe I shouldn't. Sometimes I've like, made myself, sometimes I've skipped it and I realize and you don't realize because you're like, yeah, like I'm fine, that your next run after that, the recovery, you feel it. If you do not, you know, get the proper like refuel and rest. Oh yeah. I you feel it later for sure.
1: Definitely, definitely. Eat, eat, eat. Run, eat, yes. eat eat.
0: See. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but um yeah, thank you so much. I'll put, like I said, a link to the website and um your email and then the where people can go if they want to be an expert
1: in the show notes. That's great. Thank you very much for having me, Monica.
0: Thank you so much. This has been super informative and I feel like I could talk about running shoes and run, eat, and repeating all day. So I really appreciate your time. I'm gonna put your contact information, including a link to runrepeat.com, in the show notes so people can check it out and get some more information. And now it's time for the awards. First place goes to Team RER Running Updates. I recently started this thing where on Instagram, every day I am kind of putting it out there for you guys to say what you've been doing. I call it a run report. Sometimes I call it the rundown. It depends on my mood. Um, But basically, it's just kind of a chance for us to all check in and say, Hey, I had a great run. I had a bad run. Today was a rest day. I'm training for this. Um, Today, for example, there was someone that did their first double digit training run for um, a race. So they're starting their marathon training and it just got into the double digits. So they mentioned that. And I love that stuff. I feel like it's kind of like a virtual running club and we're checking in with each other. Um, So that is first place today is for everyone that has kind of been Chiming in and motivating each other. I really love it and it motivates me too. Second place goes to apples. Not fried apples, not candied apples. This is not along the lines of the fried watermelon. This is just straight up apples. I have been craving them randomly and bought two different kinds at the store recently and have just been loving them. I just, I feel like they're super amazing. They're coming into season. And I like to take advantage of when fruit is in season and it's just at its very best. And I'm digging it second place. And third place goes to the Brooks challenge. I got a package in the mail last week that it was this big box and it said levitate on top of it. And inside were a pair of running shoes. Oh, this is funny. I didn't even realize that this was also going to be about shoes because I just I was thinking mostly about the challenge. Okay. Brooks has a new kind of running shoes out. They sent them to me, but they also sent all these cards. And this is what kind of made me more excited where there were these cards along with it, with these different challenges. Like, um, now that you can levitate, it was something like that. Will you, and it was like, you can accept any one of these run a mile backwards, run to the highest point in your city, um, run across the border, run with, as many dogs on a leash as possible. Like some of them were kind of crazy. Some of them were super fun. Some of them you could definitely do today, right now, just strap on your shoes and go. Um, other ones, it seems like logistically, it would be a little more difficult, but I thought it was super fun. Um, I did the mile backwards and I mostly did it like a walk ish because there's not a, a straight line to go a mile backwards. B even when I'm going in a straight line, I tend to fall a lot, so I didn't need that. And I just think, though, that it's super fun. There's a couple of more things I really want to do all of them, but I don't know exactly when it ends. And it's not like there's like it's not like there's a prize for it. But I just love that this kind of gave me all these fun ideas of things to do on the run. So I'm digging that as well. And I also want to remind you that if you have a question for me you can call into the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast voicemail, leave a message, tell me what's up, let me know your thoughts. It is 562-888-1644. And again, that's just a voicemail line. So you can call at any time and leave a message with a question about running or eating or repeating or Vegas or just random questions. I got an awesome question this week on Instagram, just about someone's crush and how to deal with that, which I dig as well. I will give you my opinion on random. stuff. if you want to ask me a question, boom, I'm here for you. We we are buddies, virtual running buddies. Outside of that, I will put the phone number there um, as well in the show notes on runningrepeat.com. I really appreciate you listening. Thank you so much and have a good run. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.